welcome in to another episode of the West Life Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. We are brought to you by Holman Barnes Group, which includes West Ashfield Leagues Club, the best place to watch the game live and loud on Friday night as we take on the Knights, which we're going to preview uh, this afternoon, coming to you at a, a lunchtime on a Wednesday, uh, last non-proper uh, time. We'll go back to Wednesday, 8.30, when uh, you guys normally enjoy us. So to the dozen or so of you joining us during the day on a, on a work day, thank you, you uh, absolute legends. So give us a follow on YouTube. Uh, turn notifications on, tell your friends, share, comment, help the, with the algorithm and all of that at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter and patreon.com forward slash Westlife if you'd like to support and take part of the show, the, for, uh, the, uh, the forum, <laughs> the Discord type of forum. It's a type of forum, I guess. Uh, that's been, that's, um, been popping off all week. Lots of discussion. Look, there's always drama and discussion going on when it comes to the West Tigers, even if it's uh, not even talking about the game itself. So, uh, welcome into the boys on a sunny Wednesday. As how are you leading into Origin three tonight? Yeah, g'day, Josh. G'day, Rob. G'day, everyone watching or listening. I'm uh, I'm honestly not having much to do with Origin tonight. I'm highly unlikely to even watch the game. I'm kind of just going about my day as I normally would. I've I've had a somewhat productive morning, and now I'm here, ready to ready to do the show, and then going to spend the rest of the afternoon uh, relaxing and taking it easy. I think that's that's a pretty good plan. <laughs> I'm going to the game tonight. I got free tickets. I'm heading along with my brother. If I wasn't within walking distance of the stadium, I probably would second guess it. I thought so. I wouldn't say. I'm super excited about it. I'm from New South Wales. I don't get Origin, unfortunately, apparently, but. Um, Mr. Bashara coming in from the Red Room this afternoon. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, Josh. How are you guys? Uh, g'day, listeners. Stay away from those forums, for fuck's sake. All this social media <laughs> crap. What a bunch of dribblers uh, hypothesizing about what ifs. <coughs> Make me don't laugh. Know, don't know shit and, and having chats about rumors that everyone talks about. Just, yeah, if you want to do your head in, join those, join those social pages. It'll absolutely... Yeah. Send you to the loony bin. I made the mistake yesterday of doing it. Never again. Bunch of idiots. Uh, coming in hot, Mr. Bashara, on a Wednesday. But yeah, the, for- the thing about forums too, it just takes so long to fucking read everything. Just go on Twitter. Like, I, I, just, um... I just don't get why people can't have their opinion. Why they have to, to fucking just bag you out, like bag you out over saying something. And then, you know, like some of the comments you got, you know, talking about professionalism and shit like that. Like blokes hiding behind fucking ridiculous names and, what would they know about professionalism? They're fucking making comments at two in the afternoon. Unless they're retired, they're either fucking doing nothing, they're unemployed, or they're fucking having a bludge. So, yeah, just, you know, look, I, I know people... Look, I think the good thing about forums is people need to vent and, and get their shit off, but just going at each other, you know, for the sake of it, just, yeah. When your team's coming last, you, you're just asking for trouble. So I'm going to make a vow I will never, ever go on a Facebook page or a forum ever again. You can... A face, except the Westlife Facebook page. Uh, follow us on Facebook, please. Uh, yeah, as Taylor Swift said, Roberto, to haters are going to hate, hate, hate. So... It's, oh, um... just fucking absolute fucking idiots. Seriously, just make... Don't forget it's to like, it off. It's, You know, you, you think, you know, you feel sorry for the supporter base and then when you hear how some of these dickheads carry on, you think, you know what... They deserve, they deserve a team coming last. Like, they really do. So, 
they're just fucking idiots. But anyway, I'm, I'm happy to make more enemies. I'm in a shitty mood. <laughs> well, one place that's better than going on a forum is actually going to West Ashfield Leagues Club for a feed and to watch the footy. Now, they have a promotion on at the moment where you can literally walk in, scan your card and win some of $222,000 in cash in their winter cold cash promotion. Uh, they draw every Thursday from 6.30 p.m., so swipe daily to accumulate tickets, so swipe your membership card. Uh, this major jackpot this week is 40K, so for, just literally head on into uh, West Ashfield Thursday night, and they're going to give someone, uh, could give someone $40,000. So for more information, holmanbarnesgroup.com.au, Holman Barnes Group, bringing people together. Righto, on to, so someone mentioned it in the comments, uh, have you heard about the Holbrook rumour? So the mole is um, suggesting that the West Tigers might go after Justin Holbrook as a coach or an assistant coach or something like that because obviously Tim Sheens isn't quite doing the job. Uh, Rob, what have you heard about this one? Yeah, it was mentioned to me last week actually, which... I kind of scoffed at. It was suggested as an assistant coach to help with the X's and O's. Uh, you know, obviously the Sheen thing isn't working out. But again, this is just total speculation. I, I find it hard to believe <clears throat> that we go after a coach who's failed miserably at the Gold Coast. I actually think he's had a really good squad at the Gold Coast, and they have improved slightly this year. But there's just some. There was just a softness about the Gold Coast. Like they play pretty football, a little bit like Cronulla, but worse um and i just i just don't know if he's the right guy but i mean i'm not a fan of sheen so anyone's an improvement yeah but a, a few people have touted it i i can't see it happening because lee himself has said nothing more certain than death taxes and tim sheen's being coached next year so if he turns around and and gets holbrook well that kind of you know makes him look a bit silly that there doesn't it i don't know what you yeah, guys not, have heard lawyers lawyers don't lie rob uh as what how would you like uh, Holbrook as an in the assistant role or something in the coaching staff. As an assistant, I wouldn't say no to that. Um, what he did with the Titans and when they were at, they were in a pretty bad place with um, Neil Henry before he got the boot. So honestly, if if he comes on as an assistant, I I wouldn't say no to that. It, it'd probably be good for the club to have, um, I guess, a recognised coach because he. He did a lot of coaching over in the Super League with St. Helens and while they won, I think, like two in a row or something under him. And yeah, I definitely wouldn't say no to that. Um, Yeah, I think, honestly, given the situation the club's in, we could probably do with an extra hand um, in the coaching staff. So The big thing they're discussing, Rob, is Tino and Fafita would potentially want to come with him. Do Do you think that's BS? I don't think it's BS because in both their contracts they have get out clauses pending you know pending him leaving the coach leaving so uh, but again like as as great as those forwards are and you, you take him in a heartbeat don't get me wrong but geez we need backs guys we, mm. we, we do have I mean don't get me wrong like I said they're high quality forwards I take them tomorrow and maybe move someone else on but like forwards 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 like we need some strike we've got yeah. no halves we've got no three quarters. We got a great up and coming young fullback. So, look, I wouldn't say no to anything, but this is a problem now, guys. The fact that we're coming last, 
everyone's going to be throwing around all these, you know, rumours and, you know, we're linked with this person, we're linked with that person. And, and yeah, I think we're so desperate that we will be linked with everyone or every name that comes on the market. But mm. yeah, I just find it hard that you'd want to jump in bed with someone who's been reasonably unsuccessful and, you know, borderline wooden spoon. To be fair, like, I mean, when we lost that uh, controversial game to the Gold Coast, uh, sorry, to the Cowboys last year, I think that got Gold Coast out of last place. So that's that's where they were sitting at the time. So mm. I, I don't know. Are we, are we just getting another bottom feeder? I, I don't know enough about him personally, you know, what he's like in terms of X's and O's and stuff like that. But I just see a lot of Titans games where they're just, they, they get a lot of points put on them and, you know, they can give up big leads. I mean, they, they had a massive lead against the Dolphins, what, six or seven weeks ago and, and threw that away. So I don't know, guys. I don't know if he's the right guy, but I don't think Tim Sheens is the right guy either. So we, we definitely need to be doing something. Uh, Lee Hajman Tellis, he responded to the uh, Alan Jones incident. So he went on SEN this morning. He said, I need to be careful how I do respond. I don't want to appear overly sensitive or make this all about me, which apparently causes great offense to some sections of the media. Uh, let me tell you, Tim Sheens was far more offended than what I was. When Alan completed his diatribe, I just lost interest uh, in remaining at the function, so I tried to discreetly leave. I had had work to do at the office, so I told the boys I'd see them later. We had a West Magpies Heritage Night that night, which I was looking forward to. I just left discreetly. By the time I got to my car, my phone was blowing up about people asking me about leaving. I just said I had better things to do. Alan is perfectly entitled to his views. I'm not interested in whether or not that was an appropriate forum. I would leave uh, others to decide. Uh, Did he throw Sheensy under the bus a little bit there, saying that Sheens got upset about it, more upset about it than him? What do you make of that um, rant from Lee there, Rob? I don't think he threw Sheens under the bus. I think he's giving Sheens a compliment there, saying that, you know, Sheens took offence to it as well because obviously Sheens has got his fingerprints all over this situation as much as anyone. Look, like I said on Monday show, guys, I mean, if someone, you know, set me up for that sort of ridicule, I'd probably walk out too. Um, in fairness to Jones, he was asked a question. He gave the answer. We all know the problem with this club. You know, no one takes accountability for failure. I mean, they don't know what accountability actually means and how you're meant to react to accountability and, and how that plays out they just say yep we take accountability and they just keep their jobs and keep moving on to the next thing so uh it's clear to me that you know the problems are up top i know we've got problems with the coaches i know we've got problems with the teams but you know who's picking all those people that make those decisions uh you know we've gone and got a a football director now i mean if he if that goes belly shape you know what? What do we do there? Do we blame Fulton or do we blame the guys that hide him? So I just think everything mm. stems from the, everything stems from the top guys. Uh, you know the problem is Alan Jones would have said it in a, in a really dramatic way. Uh, I would say, you know, the question should never have been asked because I think even though he would have said the answer quite dramatically, the fish rots from the head and all that sort of stuff, that's the actual answer. So if it was Yvonne Sampson that asked the question or whoever it was. Don't ask volatile questions, guys. What, what, what did they expect the answer to be? Gee, the Tigers are unlucky that they haven't made the finals for 12 years. They've been managed perfectly. Like, what, what other answer can you give? Hmm. So I just, I just think it was the wrong question at the wrong time. And like I say, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with him, him walking out. I just think it's funny that 
he doesn't want to he doesn't want to butt heads with Alan Jones, but he can rant and rave at everyone else and say venom from their spleen. But he didn't want to mention that towards Alan Jones. So, mm. you know, probably how he should have reacted to a lot of things he's um, that have happened to him the last couple of years. Right, moving on, we'll get to preview the game shortly. Firstly, just mention our friends at Mobile Corp so they can uh, support your local business by managing your IT, your network, and your mobile devices. If you're a local business owner looking for a partner who will take away the hassle of dealing with IT issues, make sure you have cybersecurity in place, handle all your mobile device needs, then Mobile Corp can help. Mobile Corp is a family-run business and long-time supporter of the West Tigers, although uh, Stephen from Mobile Corp in the DMs, he's, uh, he's kind of like us. He's really at his wits ends with his team, but nonetheless, a long-time West Tigers supporter. So uh, check out Stephen and the team at Mobile Corp, mobilecorp.com.au. That's mobilecorp.com.au. Righto, team list for this week. So we're playing Friday evening against the Newcastle Knights up at McDonald Jones Stadium. Uh, as do you want to go through the team list for me? So you're the uh, the go-to reader of, of player names now. The stats man and the names man. Let's go. Okay, Jareem Buller is the fullback. Asu Kepa'oa and Junior Tupo on the wings. Stafford Toa and Tommy Talao in the centres. Will Smith and Brandon Wakeham are the halves. Stefano, Uto Ikamanu and David Klemmer are the front rowers. Api Korosau is back in at hooker. Isaiah Papali'i and John Bateman are the second rowers. And Fanua Pole is the lock. Jake Simpkin, Sean Bloor, Alex Twoll and Alex Safarth are on the bench. Dane Laurie, Atasi James, Talon De Silva, Justin Matamua and Brent Naden are the reserves. So a few things to dissect in this one. Uh, Rob, last week you said the team list was basically the best we could put together with what we had. Um, Brent Naden not being named in either set. I know Tommy Talao had one of his best games last week. Stafford Tala having a, a great season. But do you think there could have been a way to sneak Naden into the team somewhere? Maybe over Kepoa somehow? Yeah, put- Definitely, definitely, I would have put him in place of Kapoa. Not that not that Nathan's been playing great, but I, I would have put. Um, I, I just don't, you know, I'm not a fan of Kapoa. Uh, we saw the try that he botched last week. Uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, look, as I said on Monday's show, Will Smith was really good in attack. Uh, he was just as poor in defence. So I'm very concerned about Will Smith defensively there. So you know, Tyson Frizzell might uh, have a bit of a field day there, running straight at mm. him. But um, yeah, other than Kapoa. Like the rest of our forward pack's pretty solid. I, I would be surprised if Appy starts, given that he hasn't played for over a month. Um, I, I feel like he'd come off the bench, and then you know, if and when he gets tired, he'll put his hand up, and Jake finishes the game. And if he's not tired, then he'll he'll see the game out from about the thirtieth minute. So, uh, other than that, guys, I mean, I, I'm just more worried about what the Knights can do. I think Kalen Ponger is starting to strike that form that you know we thought he was going to be the next Benji Marshall once upon a time. He's really starting to show that form. So we're going to have to stop, uh, you know, Kalen Ponga. Uh, Jackson Hastings will definitely be wanting to prove a point again uh, like he did at Leichhardt Oval in round two. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think Newcastle got too much to play for and it'll turn out a bit like last week, last uh, last week's game against Cronulla. As Dane Laurie 
named uh, on the extended bench there. As Rob mentioned, Will Smith defensively showed a little bit of spark in the halves last week, but defensively not great. Who who would you have gone with in the halves? Would you give Dane another crack or Will Smith another crack? I mean, Will Smith didn't do anything like overly spectacular or overly poorly, I thought, against the Sharks. So I, I see that it's reasonable to give him another shot. Um, Dane Laurie, well, he only had one game and it was a game where he didn't get to attack much and our defence was uh, repeatedly called into question. So, um, yeah, I, it's tricky because may, maybe Dane's still struggling or maybe he's still a little bit unsure with the quadricep because they can be a little bit finicky. Mm. Um yeah, if, if he's fit, I'd see that he's a decent chance of coming in for Will Smith before before kickoff. And as what about Talented Silver? Uh, won't make play his what would be what would, he's played what did he played three games since his debut or was it two with a buy in between? Three. 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 Yeah. Uh, so Jakey Simkin instead of Talon. Do you think that's just a bit of a safer choice? I think so, yeah. Um Talon probably needs a little bit of a break. Um, buys excluded. Um, he's gone from playing flag, well, under tw- under 19s and then flag to a couple of weeks of reserve grade to a few weeks of first grade. So, And he's coming up against guys a lot bigger than he would have in those younger grades So and longer game time as well. So I think it's pretty reasonable to give him a little bit of a break, a um, bit of a breather, drop it back down a little bit, give, give him a bit more minutes. Um, see how he goes towards the end of the year, maybe early next year, and a um, little bit more time in the development section. And yeah, I think that's probably probably the smart bet just to play the experienced Simkin, considering Simkin may, like Rob said, Simkin may end up starting. Uh, Hamish on Facebook just said, Do you, does anyone think Appy's been rushed back a little bit? I've seen a few people mention this. Look, I don't think... Um the club would risk him if they didn't think he was ready. So maybe he's, it's just healed up. Um, he's still been able to train and that sort of thing. So they did say they're going to play long-term. There's not really that much to play for. So I guess we're just going to put the faith into the team. What are your thoughts on that, Rob? I agree with both points of view. I, I don't think the club would rush him back in. But at the same time, I feel like it's a little bit, it'll, little bit risky. Look, my main thing as to why I think Appy's back this week is just to get a run under his belt for the Wooden Spoon Clash next week. Okay, I, I really think he, they just want to give him a little bit of game time and, and you know, the focus will be the Dragons game next week because if we lose that, then we're definitely... I mean, I know there's enough points to get out of the Wooden Spoon spot, but we'd most likely be entrenched in that 17th spot. Righto, moving on to the Newcastle Knights squad as... Away we go. Kalen Ponga is the fullback. Dominic Young and Greg Marziu are the wingers. Dan Gagai is back in the centres, along with Bradman Best, who's been named to back up from Origin. Tyson Gamble and Jackson Hastings are the halves. Daniel Saifidi and Leo Thompson are the front rowers. Phoenix Crossland is hooker. Tyson Frizzell and Lachlan Fitzgibbon are the second rowers. And Adam Elliott is the lock. Kurt Mann, Jacob Saifidi, Jack Hetherington and Matt Croker are the bench. Dylan Lucas, Inari Tuala. Brody Jones, Heimel Hunt, and Adam Clune are the reserves. Yeah, it's a tip. When I looked at the team list, uh, spoiler alert, I've tipped the Tigers stupidly this week, but um, kind of regretting it now. That's actually a pretty strong 
side this Knights team, Rob. Like there's plenty plenty of talent around the park with them. Well, hopefully, you know, when they scored 66 against Canterbury and we we scored 66 against the Cowboys and, after, and had <laughs> the bye as well like they did and, and we lost after the bye. So hopefully it works for them the same way. Uh, look, that, as Aaron said, Bradman Best is backing up. Um, should Bradman Best not play, you'd expect Suala to come off that extended bench uh, straight into the centre position, would, which would help, no doubt. But as you've said previously, Josh, uh, players seem to find it easy to back up 48 hours later as opposed to three or four days later. Yeah. Um, for some reason, I don't know what the logic is behind that, yeah. but apparently that's the delayed, case. And Delayed onset muscle soreness, probably. Yeah, and, and yeah. Abby Coruscant handled it quite well, even though he didn't start the game against Canberra. He backed up two nights later and and effectively played, you know, 55 minutes or thereabouts straight all the way and looked like he could have kept playing a few more minutes. So, uh, look, we have got a really good record up at Newcastle, which is, which is one positive, but I just, I, I'm just worried about Caelan Ponga this week. He He's the man. He's absolutely the man. So we've got to shut down Ponga. Uh, we'll see how he goes, but he's got so many uh, weapons in his arsenal. He's got the short ball. He's got the step. He's got that face ball to the wingers. He can do it both sides of the ruck. So uh, my my big danger there is is Kalen Ponga. And obviously, yeah, yeah. obviously the guys on their right edge, you know, who'll be attacking our left edge, your Dominic Youngs and Dane Gagai's and all that sort of thing, they'll, they'll be hard to stop as well. So let's just hope Bradman Best doesn't back up and, and we might be able to find a chink on their left side. They moved Ponga back out of the halves, back to fullback again, and he's found that form that he had as fullback. I, I don't know why they made him, uh, moved him to the halves to begin with. It was a pretty dumb decision. They probably went a lot more games this year if Kalen Ponga's fullback for the full season even though he spent some time concussed. Yeah, I think they tried to find uh, room, uh, Aaron, for Lachlan Miller, who they bought from Cronulla. Um, but, and Lachlan Miller had did play quite well earlier in the year, but he, he kind of gets lost a bit as to where he's meant to be positionally. Uh, I think, And obviously, Caelan Ponga would get more of the ball at 5'8". But yeah, I mean, given the head knocks that Caelan Ponga's had, I think that's the reason he's gone back to fullback. So it just gives him a little bit more room. He doesn't have to get involved as much. He can pick his times when to get involved in the game. And yeah. more importantly, just risking those head clashes. Uh, I, I think that's the main reason. But he certainly found his form, as you said. Uh, he, he's been crazy good the last two or three games that he's played. Tyson Frizzell, the word is that he's going to re-sign with the Knights. So obviously he was talking to Benji about possibly coming to the West Tigers. But looks like he's going to stay put, Rob. Yeah, I've read that too. Uh, look. Again, it's all speculation. I don't know anything concrete about that. Uh, all, all I've heard is, or you know, read is what we've seen in the articles. Tyson's got a good relationship with Benji. He was thinking of coming, but you know, I guess seventy-four point to nil thrashings would kind of turn your mind yeah. away. And and really, like, why would why do we want him? I mean, if we've got Bateman and Papali for three years, unless we're moving one of them on, there's just no room for another second rower. He, he doesn't yeah. even play lock. He's not even a proper lock forward, so it's not like you can move him into another position. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of never thought it was the right person to be, uh, to be, you know, sort of seeking to come to our club anyway, especially given his age and especially the fact that we keep talking about a youth policy and we keep buying all these old forwards. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I just think we're in, interested in every player that comes on the market, as I said earlier, Josh. So there's a lot of face-saving going on at the West Tigers at the moment and, and you can't blame for wanting to do that. Righto, lower grades. So New South Wales Cup, uh, if you do head up to Newcastle, you can see the Cup 
team play uh, before first grade, so they're playing at 5.30, so two two games to watch. Uh, up there, uh, interesting, interestingly enough, Talon de Silva hasn't been named in any side this week, so not sure. Do they put him in cup? Do they put him in flag? What are they going to do with him? But, um, yeah, the Magpies had a good win last week. The Knights are, I believe, at the bottom of the table in cup, so hopefully they can get a get another win there. And, um, yeah, all the big boys play. And then Jersey Flag, they're playing at Lincoln Oval on Sunday at 2 p.m. against the Raiders. So, um, yeah, so head out to Lickham Oval and support the boys there. So it's a, it's a tough one. They've actually gone first grade and second grade together this week instead of flag and cup together. So, um, but then you go, Rob. Yeah, you get two two games to watch. If you, it's a bit glad, harder glad on a Friday. Glad Newcastle fans get to appreciate it and not us. <laughs> uh, righto, Rob Shadamas, what have you got? <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's not a very fun Rob Stradamus. No, no. Week. Look, I mean, there's 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 no time to do these things. Like I said, the teams come out Tuesday night. Uh, all these team lists for all these teams that are playing, they're all going to change. We don't know if Penrith, you know, Crichton's going to back up and, you know, Bradman Best is going to back up and Moses is going to back up. So there's so many guys that you just don't know who's going to play in each team. But the one thing I was sure about was Newcastle are playing well enough to, to you know, give us a 13-plus beating. So, um, I, you know, hate to be Benedict Arnold here, but uh, Newcastle 13-plus. I've gone Ponga and Young to score a try, uh, but, you know, there, there's other players you could, you know, put in there. You could put Marshu, you could put, uh, you know, for some value, you could put Tyson Frizzell, especially if he's up against Will Smith. Uh, plenty of try-scoring talent there, but um, I think we've got a few tries in us this week too, so... Uh, especially with Appy back. Appy really guides our attack quite well. So, yeah, it was just a more desperate thing just to find which team isn't going to be affected the most. And I just figured Bradman Best is the only change from that Newcastle team potentially and everything. everyone else will line up as names as Josh gets back into his seat. Yeah, sorry, just had to uh, blow the nose off screen there. Yeah, not a very fun one this week. Look, I'm going to go out and I'm going to – I've got a bit of a lead in the tipping comp. I'm going to throw it all on the line. I'm going to tip West Tigers this week. I reckon Appy back. I reckon the boys will be fired up heading up up the M1. I reckon they'll come out and upset the Knights. So uh, am I an idiot? Or yes? Not at all. Not at all. You're a loyal West Tigers supporter and I, who, I thought, who thinks with his heart, not his head. Yeah. That's what the – I mean – it's risky, but I don't know. I think, I think with Appy back in the middle, the it takes a bit of pressure off the halves, bit, bit better defense up the middle. I reckon it, it makes a huge difference to this team. But you boys are going the Knights. Yeah, I'm going the Knights. If I could, if I could put a better player at five eighth and and the wing, I would say we're a really, really good chance. But I just think we've got a couple of leaks there that uh, can't be plugged. Yeah, I'm I'm the same. I might tip us next week, um, pending team changes again or team lists against the Dragons, but I can't honestly see myself tipping the Tigers for the rest of the season because we just haven't seen enough of them to be able to trust them. Also, Josh, you've robbed me of about ten points on on the scores there. Oh, I forgot to update your score. Sorry, Az. <laughs> what do you what are you on at the moment? Eight, 85. 85. So you're still nine behind me, but um but you're ahead of Rob. Okay, Rob. Not, not, not nineteen behind you. 
<laughs> no, I did, that's from uh, two weeks ago. Obviously, we didn't have the uh, the preview on video last week. Uh, Doggies v Broncos. We've all gone Broncos in this one. The Doggies are playing at home, though. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't go past the Broncos. I know they're, they're you know, there's going to be, um, I don't think Reese Walsh has been named uh, to back up, so he's going to get rested. Uh, but I still think the Broncos have got enough there to, to beat Canterbury. Can the way Canterbury finished the game last week, even though they won, that's a big, big stickler for me. I, like I like to see how teams finish a game. I think that I know it doesn't mean much to the next week, but to me it does. So I just think they finished the game really poorly there. So I'm going Brisbane. Yeah, it's a, it's a Belmore, but I think the the Broncos are a bit too strong at the moment. Um, Dogs, they had a good performance in them against the Rabbits last week. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure they're going to be able to back it up against the team that's flying as high as the Broncos are at the moment. Uh, Rob, you've gone Manly, as and I have gone the Cowboys. This one, at um, it Manly are at home, so I was tempted to go with Manly. This was the tough one. Yeah, look, again, it's really pending on origin and the fact that the Cowboys mm. have got a lot of origin players backing up. I don't know if... You know, if they're all going to play, I mean, obviously they've got uh, Tawalungi and Valentine Holmes and uh, the wing, uh, what's his name, the, the Nanai. Uh, New South Wales have got Reese Robson. So, there, and there's probably others that, whose names escape me. And obviously, Manly are very uh, dependent on Daily Cherry Evans. So, uh, a hard one. Jake, Jake, Jake Turbo is playing too. Jake Turbo right. as well. Look, this could be the golden point game, but you've got to tip someone and. I'm not in a tipping. I'm not in a tipping comp, so I couldn't give a flying fuck if I'm right or wrong. So, uh, but but I, I just think Manly. I just think Manly will, will just get there, but it'll be very close. As I I'm leaning towards the Cowboys on this one, but yeah, depending on how many players get named to back up, I may end up changing my tip to Manly. Um, it is one of those tricky ones, just because of it's around the Origin period and. Um, the Cowboys have seven players selected for Origin, even though one's 18th man for New South Wales, so he's likely to play. Um, yeah, it's it's just one of those tricky ones that I'm going to just wait until closer to kickoff before I look too much deeper into it. Um, this one, Roosters Storm, have all gone Storm. I was, I don't know, the Roosters, I'm waiting for the Roosters to fire up and um, kind of start finding themselves. Obviously, Usually post-origin is when they do that, but I don't know. I was really tempted to tip Roosters this week. I don't know why, but I can't put any reason behind it other than, I don't know, I'm just waiting for the Roosters to be the Roosters. But we've all gone Storm. They've had yeah. a lot of the big-name plays come back to Roosters, so I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they start clicking soon. Um, this is probably close to their full-strength team this week, so... I think they're a decent chance, and I was umming and ahhing tipping them, but I'm leaning with the Storm at the moment because they're a bit more reliable um, than the Roosters. But I wouldn't be surprised if I, over the next week or two, the Roosters start to click, finally start scoring some points and um, start putting a lot of pressure on some teams and a bit more pressure on the top eight race in the coming weeks. Um, we've all gone Warriors in a slum I mean, Benning's pretty much almost 50-50 here, but against the Sharkies, is this would be a pretty good, um, pretty good game Sunday, Arvo, across the Dutch. Yeah, well, there's a lot of good games this week that are that are fifty fifties, and uh, this is one I'm just leaning towards the Warriors as well. But I mean, you know, Cronulla has certainly got a lot of points in them, so 
Uh, but I just think if the Warriors are on, uh, they'll win. That, that's how I, I, I actually feel Nico Hines' form is is a. Uh, I know they're winning, they're scoring a lot of points and they look pretty, but I'm, I'm seeing Nico Hines do a lot of things that are uncharacteristic and, and not so great. So, uh, yeah, I, I just don't trust Cronulla right now, so I'm going to go the Warriors. Uh, we've all got Panthers up against, up in, uh, where are they playing this one? Against the Dolphins. The Dolphins are at home, but they tend to... Uh, maybe uh, KO Stadium? Maybe the Red... Stadium, uh, yeah, obviously, Stadium, Redcliffe Panthers, a lot of origin, uh, backer uppers. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. They might they might just pull the pin and rest a lot of guys again. They end up still last origin, they end up doing that and still won. So, um, ladder wise, they're on they're up the top. They might they might put pull all their origin players out. I wouldn't be surprised. On Sunday, so um, the Dolphins giving up about fourteen and a half on the line might be a good bet there. Yeah, perhaps uh, I'm, I'm going to stick with Penrith. And lastly, anything to add on that one, as? Um, I think we we might be losing you a bit there, Josh, or at least I'm I'm losing can you he- a little bit there. Can you hear me, boys? Yeah, yeah, I got you. I, I hit the brakes. I didn't realise you were going on to the next. Yeah, yeah no, that, that was my. I didn't. I, I didn't. <laughs> uh, lastly, we're all going eels against the Titans. Eels at home that uh, should get all their Origin uh, guys back. Yeah, it's a a must win for the Eels trying to stay inside the top eight. So, yeah, based on last week, it's very dependent on Moses and Gutho, isn't it? So, if they play Para, if they don't play Titans, it's pretty easy. Yeah, I agree. Righto, and to finish our Patreons, I don't know that they've dropped anything. There's been a lot of uh, discussion this week, but I don't think anyone's actually dropped us in a question. But patreon.com forward slash Westlife, if you want to join the boys and girls on our Discord. What have we got? Uh, No, all quiet on the Western front, the boys and girls, not... um, throwing any questions at us and even Shane uh Colt had his rest didn't even send us his rant for tonight but <laughs> he obviously well, he might not have known that we went on Wednesday night oh, the, so the, the discord chat's been awesome Josh the discord yeah. chat's been so good a lot of good points being made all friendly discussion and yeah it's a, it's a pleasure to be you know on a group chat with normal people that aren't dickheads a Absolutely. lot of funny comments being shared about as well um yeah like the, around the talk about um, Stefano being rested for Origin Game Three, and what's he being rested for Origin Game Four? They started treating the um, the Origin series like a, like the Ashes instead. So yeah, there's a lot yeah. of lot of funny going on in there. Yeah, Freddie is absolutely cooked. But um, <laughs> Just we'll little. review this game. So a nice quick episode today. Uh, we'll review the Knights game back to Monday, 8.30 p.m. And then preview for Dragons. What night do we play the Dragons? So it's a Thursday. Is Friday Thursday night. Thursday, Thursday again, Thursday. I think. Thursday night yeah. for next week. So we're, it's the night before. Not ideal, but we'll, we'll go back to Wednesday night. Next week, Monday, Wednesday nights. From here on in, Origin's done. Back to regular scheduling, regular team lists. And fingers crossed the boys can um, get off the bottom of the table. The run... The run to the semi-finals is on. 
boys. Tim Sheens might think we're still in contention. Can we rest him till the end of 2024? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, guys. Anything to add before we go into the origin, apart from go the Blues tonight? Please don't embarrass us. I think the Blues are up for it tonight. And and at a minimum, they'll be winning at halftime. I don't know whether they'll be winning at full time, but uh, love the pack we've got. Love the halves we've got. Uh, Just hope Teddy can have an average game at at, at worst uh, so that we don't lose. Has anything to add? Uh, No, I think that's pretty much pretty much covered everything for today well thank you to everyone who joined us on a wednesday i think a few people enjoyed it but apologies to the dozens and dozens of you that normally join us on a wednesday night uh i promise we'll be back uh full full schedule proper schedule next week so and but yeah thank you to those who did join us today uh on the live stream on youtube please give us a follow and uh, like, share, and all those good things as well. Righto, boys. Can we do it? Fr- Come on, boys. Friday night. Go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Please follow us at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter and facebook.com forward slash westlifepod. You can also support and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash westlife and give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. We'll see you again next time on another episode of the Westlife Podcast.